All right, welcome to Iron Bell Ministries. I'm Stephen McWhorter, and I am here with Greg Diedrich and myself. It's good to be here with uh, you and yourself, and uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Yeah, so we uh, are going to just kind of get in today, just uh, kind of breaking away from um, Iron Bell Music stuff for the day, uh, though it's always close to our heart and a part of what we do. Mm. <laughs> uh, what we really want to just kind of delve into something the Lord's been kind of highlighting, um, and it's this concept of like asking the question, what are we bringing with us? Mm. And it comes from um, Luke 9 and Luke 10. Um, and it's kind of this idea of where Jesus is telling his 12 disciples where he sends them out. And he's also telling the, uh, the 72. 72 disciples. He tells them this before he goes, he goes, take nothing with you for the journey mm. before he sends them out. And then he gives this list that I think is both literal for them and symbolic for us as well. Mm. And uh, I just kind of want to delve into that a little bit today, the concept of what are we taking with us for the journey? Yeah. And, um, you were, uh, you know, one of the passages that's really been instrumental for me over the last um, several years has been Luke 10. And we were talking this morning how the Lord was just highlighting Luke 9 to you and mm-hmm. how he was sending out the disciples and what he told them specifically yeah. uh, to take or not take. And what, why don't you talk us through that a little bit? What did you see in that as you yeah. were reading it? Well, ultimately, it's a, it's a, for me, when I, this morning I was reading, I felt like the Lord was just saying, this is a, what are you relying on kind of mm. chapter for the journey? You know, mm-hmm. for me, this section was just all about um, this total dependence on Him mm-hmm. for what He wants to do with me, with you, with whoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it's out of that place where we get to really know Him mm-hmm. in a deeper level. Mm-hmm. And we also um, get to walk, we get to get to walk mm. in the power of the Holy Spirit on a new level. Mm. Um, it's when we start to strip away some things that we've been relying on mm-hmm. to hold us up, to um, you know, undergird us or whatever, and we start to take those pieces away, mm-hmm. we start to see the power of the Lord in a way that we've never seen it before. Because now we're stepping out in faith, because now we're stepping out in um, a level of reliance on Him that we haven't before. Mm. And I think that's a big part of what's behind this, because Jesus is telling Him, you're going to go out, you're going to preach the kingdom, mm-hmm. you're going to heal the you're going to do these amazing things, but you can't take these things with you mm-hmm. <laughs> to do it. You can't take your tools with you. You can't take the things that you think you need as a person to accomplish things or to survive or to do whatever. And so I love this. There's like, he gives a specific list. Mm-hmm. And I've, I, for me personally, I've never actually stopped to go, why? Mm-hmm. Such a specific list. Mm-hmm. Uh, why take nothing? Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus, you can do whatever you want regardless, so mm-hmm. why do that? And so the Lord just started to, Jesus started to kind of lay out some specific stuff. He said, no staff, no bag, no bread, no money, <laughs> no extra shirt. And it's just this list of just no-nos, right? Don't take yeah. these things with you. Sounds like a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> no hair dryer, no makeup. You can't take those things, Greg. Uh, <laughs> I'm in trouble. Uh, I'm not seeing my French press. You didn't say I couldn't take a French press with me. Um, so, no, he says no staff. And, you know, staff um, then was like, it was, it, was a, it was a form of protection, mm-hmm. you know, and it was also something you used to like actually hold yourself up to lean mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I feel like God was just saying, God wants me to rely on him to protect me, to protect you, mm-hmm. and also to hold you up. He's those things. He, mm-hmm. he, he wants to take the place of both those things. So it's a literal thing that Jesus is telling disciples, but it's also this right. extremely deep symbolic thing that only the Holy Spirit can do. Yeah. And, uh, and then he goes on and he says, um, no bag. And, you know, a bag's very 
simple. You know, you take something with you mm-hmm. on your journey, mm-hmm. um, or you bring something back that you've mm-hmm. picked up from where you went. And I feel like the Lord is saying, only carry me, only carry the Holy Spirit with you. Mm. Take only me with you on the journey and bring only more of me back. Mm. <laughs> right. And it's this really powerful picture of that. And then he says, take no bread. And Jesus himself says, you know, I'm the bread of life. Mm. Right. And he's the only thing that sustains us. Mm. And what was the first thing he says when the enemy has him in the wilderness? You know, mm-hmm. he says, man must not live on bread alone, but from every word from the mouth of God. And he's yeah. making this real clean point that, you know, I'm your source of, of reliance and I'm the thing that's going to sustain you yeah. and fulfill you. Mm. And then he says, no money. He says, and you know, let's face it. Um, <laughs> Our biggest source of security as human beings is how much money do we have in the bank and what's going on there. And if you start taking that away and you start messing with that, you start to see us buckle as human Mm -hmm. beings. We start to get short-tempered. We start to get worried with all this kind of stuff. So this is a biggie. So he says, take no money. I can only imagine what we're going on. I mean, if my wife and I go on vacation and we don't have enough money to enjoy the vacation. We're yeah. stressing out going right. on this vacation. Right. So imagine going on this journey mm-hmm. and don't take any money. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Lord's like, I'm mm-hmm. going to be your source of security in a way that you've never known before. Mm-hmm. You're not taking money with you. Um, I'm going to provide and I'm going to be your source of security. It's that one to me is, is yeah. staggering. Mm-hmm. But then he says no extra shirt, which mm-hmm. that's a problem for me. I need like at least six or seven <laughs> like outfits. No, <laughs> particularly in this way. Uh, that's really not. I just need like six or seven black T-shirts that all look exactly the same because I'm really I have a wardrobe like Fred Flintstone, so it's like you can't really, you can't mess it up. <laughs> but no extra shirt. I you know I think about when, when I read that I think about the Israelites and how you know it says that their their sandals wouldn't wear out and you know their clothes didn't wear out for the forty years. It was this whole idea of like you know what the Lord gives you for the journey will not wear out mm-hmm. you know you don't need there mm-hmm. is no plan b because what the lord gives you for the journey yeah. is enough yeah and it's going to get you through the entire mm-hmm. journey mm-hmm. and uh he's going to be what covers you yeah. and clothes you yeah. and it's so deep i mean yeah. I've, I've just never really stopped to really read all this but when i think about it what god is just saying at the end of the day is take nothing on the journey mm-hmm. but me yeah Take only me and watch me yeah. do stuff that you've never seen mm. happen before. You know, what's amazing about that is that these are his disciples, his closest friends. And mm. when you read this, you would think he was, you know, these were people he was trying to punish or were against him. And they, this, these are his closest friends. And, yeah. uh, you know, some people right now are in a season where they feel like things are being stripped away, mm. where there are things being taken away, things that mm. have you know, felt good to them that have served them well, things that um, aren't bad. Uh, But, you know, in certain seasons, the Lord strips the good away so Mm. that the best can come forth. And that best is being able to to know God in Mm. a deeper way, to know him, as you said, as your source of provision, Mm. as your provider, uh, as as your companion, as your GPS guide, Mm -hmm. you know. And when you get to enter into that level of relationship, you realize the other stuff you're holding on to was a counterfeit. Yeah. And that's how he introduces you to the real thing. Oh, man, that's good. And, you know, I, it's true. It's only when he starts. And the, it's, it's, sometimes it's painful, Yeah, <laughs> that yes. process. But it's really not supposed to be. And right. it's a, that's really our own. Yeah, it's his uh, kindness. It's his kindness that he takes it away. Yeah. So he can reveal to us just how amazing he is. Yeah. And uh, it's just that we some we just don't realize yeah. the, what we're living in. Like the the 
we live in this place sometimes of security where things are secretly an idol or secretly our source of you know confidence our source yeah. of security all that stuff it's just really subtle yeah until you take it away and then it's not so subtle you're yeah. like oh yeah it's <laughs> but, like that frog that boils in a yeah. kettle you know it takes a while and then yeah the, the frog doesn't notice it and uh when the lord takes it away it's his kindness that's what we have to see yeah but you know with this passage man it's like god's like i have something for you to do mm-hmm and it's big. It's mm-hmm. so much bigger than you. You're going to take my kingdom. You're going to preach the kingdom. You're going to tell people about this good news. You're going to mm-hmm. go out there and let them know just how close I am mm-hmm. and how near I am and what I'm coming in. Actually, in, in, I think in chapter 10, if I remember correctly, he said it was he would send out the 72 and he would tell them not to take all these things and preach the kingdom. He said before, it was, he would always send them out to a place where he was getting ready to, to go. go. Yeah. He was getting ready to go there. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, that's huge. It's like, yeah. I'm going to go. So he's sending us to places he's getting ready to go. Right. Right. Yep. He's getting ready to show up in a big way. Yep. And how that happens is when we go with nothing but yeah. him yeah. and Jeez. let him just show off. Mm-hmm. And it's so powerful. Mm-hmm. Just the concept and the honor and the privilege that we have of getting to be people that get to go to the places where Jesus is going to go, mm. where the Holy Spirit is going to go and mm-hmm. do something really mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. But we have to be a people of total reliance on mm-hmm. Him. Yeah, the, you know what uh, uh, comes to mind about this is uh, Chip Ingram has a teaching on, he says the greatest pathway to um, really encounter God is to surrender. Yeah, And as we surrender, as we let go of things, um, you know, God get, can give us better things. Mm-hmm. And he talks about the two parables, the, the um, pearl of great price and the treasure buried in a field. And in those parables, what happens is people find something of great value, the mm-hmm. pearl or this treasure hidden in the field. And they, it says they go and they sell everything. Mm. And we sometimes miss that part. In other words, they get rid of everything else except that one thing, mm. which is the thing. Yeah. It's the one thing. And in that, what happens is they get this great prize. Now, we never look at that parable and say, oh, those poor people had to give up everything. We're like, I want that pearl of great price. I want yeah. that treasure hidden in the field. And here the Lord's just talking about this is how you get it. Yeah. When, you, when you let go of those things and when you fully embrace me, and, you know, uh, it's fun to kind of discover this because you were latched on to Luke 9, and Luke 10 has been really um, – teaching me for the last several years yeah. and uh, it's basically it, a parallel it's story not, it's not as good as luke 9 <laughs> it's not as good but it's almost as good uh because he sends 72 out this time <laughs> oh, my you goodness. know after the disciples and he sends them two by two and this is the the phrase you were talking about and he says to every town and place where he was about to go and it's the same pattern here where he says uh go i'm sending you like a lamb among wolves yeah and that's an important phrase because i'm gonna uh, I'm going to uh, come back to that in a minute. But if you think about that, a lamb among wolves, if you are a lamb among wolves, you are basically defenseless. Mm. In other words, you you are only going to cling to the Lord because you don't have your staff, as you were talking about in, in Luke 9. Yeah. And it says, do not take a purse, bag, or sandals. And I often say I have three daughters and a wife. If I were to go to them and say, hey, we're going on a trip and we're not taking a purse, bag, or sandals, it's going to be a pretty bad day for me. <laughs> Um, and then this one is the tough one for me. It says, don't greet anyone along the road. 
you know, for me, that would be very hard. I would oh, want to greet everybody along the road. But you just get this picture, you know, when people read that without really contemplating it, it sounds a little strange. You know, yeah. why would you send them out? Don't greet anyone on the road. Mm. It's just this picture of complete dependence and focus mm. on where the Lord is taking them and how he's taking them. Wow. And it's that journey of building them um, to, to know how to partner because he's going to send them out and he's teaching them, this is how you partner with me. You do it in dependence. You do it in partnership with me. And what, um, what plagued me most of my life was that, uh, honestly, I was self-sufficient. Oh, yeah. You know, I had a staff mm-hmm. and a purse and sandals and extra shirts, and I always had them with me. Yeah. And, you know, they were pretty good sandals and they weren't just any old set i had some good sets of them and i was styling and i had i had built up such a reliance on myself yeah that what i hadn't realized is that there was really no room for god to partner Mm. um and you know it was kind of like this thing of well i've got the purposes of god but i didn't have his plans and i didn't have his partnership and Mm. and as the lord started stripping those things away in his kindness what he was teaching me is dependency yeah. And that dependency is where the beauty of intimacy comes with the Lord, where he makes himself known. How is he going to make himself known uh, as your protector if you have your own protection? Yeah. How is he going to make himself known in all these ways unless you really let him be those to you in whatever way he wants to? And so that, that whole journey of dependency. And then the breakthrough for me was when the Lord said, you know, um, look, you know, I can take people and I can strip things away. And I can kind of force them to be dependent. Yeah, That's not the point. That's kind of like a last resort. What the Lord was teaching me is that if it's a state of mind. Mm-hmm. It's a choice. It's, it's an intentional choice. In other words, uh, look at Jesus. Jesus mm-hmm. had everything at his fingertips. He had access to everything, and he chose. It says he only did what the Father told him to do. Mm-hmm. He only said what the Father told him to say. Mm-hmm. It says in complete reliance on the Holy Spirit, he did everything. And so mm-hmm. Jesus modeled for us that dependence. And so now we get to enter into it voluntarily. Yeah. We can choose it. Once we see the beauty of it and, and um, how it leads us into that partnership with God, we want to choose it. Yeah. Man, that's good. And, you know, I was just thinking – I was just thinking about something else I need to be doing. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I left something in the oven. No, I was thinking about what you said about Luke 10, where you said, you know, um, you know, I'm sending you out um, like lambs among wolves, you know. Mm-hmm. But the thing about the lambs is there's a shepherd with the lambs. Yes. And that's why they don't have to be worried about it. Yes. <laughs> and And for us, that's important. And that's the real reliance. It's like... Man, it's really letting go and and realizing that I'm going to walk into this very, sometimes scary, sometimes not, but sometimes scary situation. But I've got a shepherd with me. I've got somebody with me that's going to do everything that I can't do. Like I can't do it. Right. Um, Because of who I am. I'm a a lamb because I'm completely relying on a shepherd. Yeah. And that's my identity. But there's strength in that. I'm, I'm more protected than the wolves. I'm with him. They don't re- they don't realize that, but I'm actually more protected than the wolves. I'm with him. Oh uh, yeah, I'm with that guy. So and it's true though. Uh, we are. We're with that guy, and it's it's like um, 
I, I don't want to take anything with me because then that means I've got to do it. Yeah. Uh, I want to take nothing with me but him because yeah. then that means he's going to do it all. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a whole lot more powerful. It's yeah. going to be a whole lot more easy. It's going to be a whole lot more enjoyable too. Um, you know, the summary of that for me is in Luke 10, as you're talking about, you know, where he sends them out like a sheep among wolves. And, and you just get this picture of, oh, no. And then, you know, but the disciples come back. And what do they report in verse 17? It says, the 72 returned with joy and said, Lord, even the demons submit to us in your name. In other words, the wolves submitted to the lamb. Yeah, that's good. The wolves submitted to the lamb. So um, they discover that really there is power in that dependence and there is victory in that dependence. Yeah. Um, and that just, uh, uh, I think, just pays that whole thing off where we may feel like we're, a, uh, you know, lamb among wolves, but really it's the lamb, yeah. the lamb of God. Um, and uh, it, that gives us the authority and the power and the protection. Yeah. So, you know, for the joy set before us and for everyone listening, <laughs> we, get to, we get to take inventory mm-hmm. and we get to throw everything out that is not him mm-hmm. and then we get to go on the journey mm-hmm. it's like talking about packing light it's like <laughs> yeah <laughs> really but we we just um you know this morning just asked that maybe you know as we're talking about this as the lord's highlighting this that you would do that you know just take a little inventory with him and ask him mm-hmm. to reveal to you what you've been taking with you on the mm-hmm. journey that he never wanted you to take because yeah. he wants to fill that void and do something so much bigger yeah than what that thing can do yeah and like you said you know there's a lot of people I believe they're going to be relying on um, what they have already, mm-hmm. and we we can sometimes mistaken that as um, you know our security. You know, yeah. we we think this is this is me. I'm this person because I have this thing. Right. And the truth is, who you really are, you haven't seen yet mm-hmm. because you haven't taken those things away mm-hmm. and allowed yourself to go on this journey with the Lord mm-hmm. that is so powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you take those things away and you rely on him, you get to see who he really is yeah. and who you really are in that's him good. on a level that you've never seen yeah. before. And that's when you're able to do what he's told us God to do, which is preach the kingdom. Right. You know, he says in the beginning of the night, he says, you know, I've given you all authority and power. Mm-hmm. Because he's given us him, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? So this morning, just kind of really recognizing that, and uh, or today as you're listening to this, uh, that you just recognize that with the Lord and let him take you into that place where he kind of reveals to you the things that he wants you to leave behind so you can take him. Mm-hmm. And um, so we're going to pray right now um, and just uh, love on the Lord for a minute and just mm-hmm. pray on your behalf. So, Father, we just say we love you because you are the shepherd that is with us. Um, amongst the wolves, God, and and we're we're lambs that are so protected that we don't even the wolves don't realize that they're in more danger mm-hmm. <laughs> because of who we're with. And God, you are strong and powerful, and you're a God that fulfills every void that we think is there. That's not actually when we're with you, God, because you are our um, you're our source of dependence, God. Financially, you're our security. Uh, it's not money; it's you. Um, you're our source that sustains us, not bread; it's you. Um, you're the thing we carry with us, not a bag that carries the things of this world. We carry you, Holy Spirit, with us mm-hmm. everywhere we go. 
And um, Lord, we just say that uh, you're our staff. You're the one that protects us, God. Um, just like it says in Psalm 23, that the uh, your rod and your staff, they protect us, mm-hmm. Lord. And so we rely on you as the one that holds us up mm-hmm. and protects us and fends off, God. And you're our focal point. You're the mm-hmm. thing we focus on on the journey, Lord. Um, you're our traveling companion in the sense that you're the one we're talking to. If you've ever been on like a 10-hour drive with someone and never spoken <laughs> a word to them, it's a very awkward and not fun drive. But <laughs> to uh, enjoy that journey with you and talk with you and mm-hmm. realize just who it is we get to go with. Mm-hmm. Uh, we thank you for that, God. We thank mm-hmm. you for being the one that is sending us out and, and trusting us, Father, with this amazing privilege and mm-hmm. honor to go to the places that you're going, Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just love you and we thank you. And this morning, we just reveal to our hearts and to the deep places of us, Lord, the things that we've been taking with us that have been weighing us down and making the yes. travel and the journey difficult. Um, that you want to remove those burdens, God, um, those things that are weighing us down. And we just thank you for that, Jesus. Mm. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes, Father, I'm just uh, reminded here, uh, my wife Shelly has this saying that where God wants to take you, there are certain things that can't go with you. Mm. And so it's the stripping down, Lord, that you do Mm -hmm. that prepares us for our destiny. For the yeah. place that you want to take us, for the purpose you've created us, it's it's mm. your kindness and your goodness that takes away those things that you know can't go with us because they're taking a, a, the place of you yeah. in our lives. That they have become a substitute for you. So, Father, I just pray for the people listening that uh, that as you are, as they are in places that they feel like things have been stripped away, that they would replace those things with you. That you would be their source of of love. You would be their source of provision. You would be their sense of security. You would uh, be um, the God who um, goes ahead of them and hovers over them and is their rear guard so that they know, Lord, they go with you. And Father, I also just pray on this journey that um, as they discover you, that you really are these things that you say you are. Um, that it's not just a, a head knowledge, that it's a, a belief knowledge. It's something seated deep in our hearts that we can latch on to and say, I know you now as my provider, as my guide, as my security, as mm. um, yeah. the staff, uh, and, and um, as my extra shirt. You are that God. But Lord, I also just pray, as Stephen was saying earlier, that w- we would discover fully who we are in that. Mm-hmm. because we're we're the sheep of your pastor we are your sons and we are your daughters yeah. and that you have a covenant relationship with us that uh lord you love to do this uh, it's out of your goodness and your kindness that you love to teach us these things and you love to partner with us and you love to have fellowship with us so i just pray that people would discover that they really are um Father, just in a position to to be fully sons and fully daughters Mm -hmm. uh, and to live out uh, in partnership with you the life that you have for them, the purpose you have for them, and that you have good things in store for them. Mm. Amen. Amen. All right, well, that's it for me. I'm Stephen McWhorter and Greg Diedrich with Iron Bell Ministries Podcast. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. We hope this has blessed you, and have an amazing week. Thanks, everybody.